0: Welcome to another episode of the Pro Wrestling Opinion Show, and today we are talking about the greatest performances of Dynamite Kid and Tiger Mask, and they happen to be against each other. I'm joined once again by one silver. What's up, man?
1: Yeah, two for the price of one. Two of the greatest junior heavyweights, light heavyweights, cruiserweights of all time. Uh, Two members of the inaugural Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame class of 1996, um two wrestlers that revolutionized the sport. And you watch today, you watch the Jushin Liger's from the past and the other Tiger Masters and the Tanahashis and the man who murdered his uh, his wife and child and killed himself. All of those guys wouldn't be around if it wasn't for these two guys because these two guys helped bring in the modern-day high-flying style that is known in
0: professional wrestling. Yes, indeed, and they they basically this is the if you want to look at these matches here, you'll see basically the foundation of New Japan, the foundation of ROH, and the foundation of most of these like you know high work rate indie groups that are out dialed that just this nonstop you know it's and what's interesting about it it's not a spot fest it's
1: no it's not it is a lot of psychology involved
0: tons. And there's a lot of, like, it looks like a real fight where people actually incorporate wrestling moves. I mean, well, that, if
1: you... that's the greatness of Tiger Mask and Dynamite Kid. And if you, a similar series occurred in the early 90s between the Pegasus Kid, Chris Benoit, and Jushin Liger. Liger's idol, Tiger Mask. Benoit's idol, Dynamite Kid. When you watch these matches, you look at the Dynamite Kid, and sometimes you think it. Wow, but Benoit just made a great one. I mean, no, that's not Benoit, that's Dynamite
0: Kid. <laughs> yeah, well, and Dynamite Kid is, uh, you know, his, his athleticism is off the hook. But also what he's doing here in these matches is he's showing you how to play heel and still be an awesome wrestler and not play a coward, you know? Yes, uh, he, uh,
1: yes, yes. And he and um, fans of indep- uh, territorial wrestling, in 1983, Dynamite Kid did that in Portland when he feuded with Buddy Rose and Billy Jack, Billy Jack Haynes played that, this type of, he, he was a great heel, but not a cowardly heel, a tough guy. Sort of like Brock Lesnar today.
0: Well, and the same way that Benoit was a heel uh, back yeah. in the day. And yeah. you know, that it's that like uh unstoppable heel type. Now his, his, uh, now we could go, you know, like I have, you know, I watch these matches and they're unbelievable. I mean, you have to watch them like a bunch of times to see how yeah. unbelievable they are. But, you know, and I try, I try to actually keep up with, the, with the moves.
1: There's no when, keeping up with these moves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like, this is the kind of thing where you can't even like record it. Like, I wonder what Dave Meltzer must have gone nuts trying to like put down this match because oh
1: uh, well, these were his first five star matches. You know, Dave Meltzer has the complete. He was the one who came up with the term the five-star match, and he's the professor of the five-star matches. Whenever a great match occurs, everybody runs to the Observer to see what did Dave give it, what did Dave give it. And these were his first five-star matches, these Dynamite Kid Tiger match matches.
0: Yeah, and the thing about them is is that they really showed me that, like, when when it gets to good wrestling, there's just no way to put it... There's no way to look at it and, and, and put it into words. Like, it's just something you got to see and um, especially with these guys um, they I I guess what we can do I mean I'm going to go through some of the stuff that was interesting in the match but but ultimately like it's hard to catalog the best
1: thing thing I want to talk about these three great matches Logan is all three matches are very different I mean you have similar moves in, in each of the matches but they're you know how when a guy has a feud with another wrestler and they go to each town or each match looks the same, like goddamn. oh here come, here comes the toss over the top rope.
0: Oh yeah, they all they basically just go and do the same thing to every town. That's the deal.
1: But not these three matches. A la Tanahashi Okada, A la Flair Steamboat. There's something different in each match. Each match ends differently, and each ma- and they don't do the same call in the same spot over and over again. The um. There's variations, which I love about these three matches.
0: Yeah. So let's get to uh, just talk about, I mean, there were some more than these three matches that they had, right? Oh, between
1: 1981 and 1983, they wrestled maybe a hundred times. They wrestled a lot, tag team and singles. This is a, this is considered the three best of the matches, and they all great matches, every one of them. There's a, I got a six-DVD uh, set. Of Tiger Mask Tiger Mask's greatest matches The original Tiger Mask This guy Satoru Sayama And he was only Tiger Mask for two and a half years He got into a controversy Where money was being stolen From the New Japan offices And he um, implicated A couple of members of the Of the New Japan front office And he was forced to retire And he came back two years later As a shoot fighter And he never, he never again was a regular Professional wrestler so basically, his career only entails seven years, from 76 to 83. 81 to 83 being the two, last two and a half years of a sensational career.
0: That's amazing, because he was such a big name. I think they had a cartoon, right?
1: Well, they, they took his name from a cartoon. Now, now his his character was based on a real-life Japanese cartoon. Now, after the controversy occurred with New Japan, and he was forced to retire, all Japan bought the rights, and the second Tiger Mask was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, the beginning of the career of Mitsuharu Misawa.
0: Oh, I see. So he was Tiger Mask number two. And then yeah. now there's a there's a current Tiger Mask, is there not?
1: Yeah, I have a six of them. There have been so many, you lose count. But oh. two, and the, the only other one, a note, I believe, was Koji Kanemoto, who was a great high flyer back in the 90s, who had great matches with Jushin Liger. So, yeah, there's been several Tiger Masks, but the two best were uh, Sayama and Masawa. And, and
0: you notice no one ever, like, came up with, like, Bear Mask or um, or, or Lion Mask or, or Leopard Mask. You know, it's just Tiger Mask, which is a stupid name to begin with. But oh, well, uh,
1: there, uh, Who was it from the Public Enemy? Uh, Ted Petty, I believe. He originally was the Cheetah Kid, which was a takeoff of Tiger Mask. Uh, he was independent wrestler in the early nineties. Uh, he, <laughs> he would later on become part of the Public Enemy, but he was the Cheetah Kid, and he had a nice looking Cheetah Cheetah mask.
0: Yeah, well, it's a funny fucking name. It's something like totally, just a descriptive term here with like a, a mask of a tiger, a tiger mask. So
1: and and, and uh, the liger, that was the same thing they did with Tiger Mask. It was a cartoon, and they based the 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 wrestler on the cartoon, made a costume and mask and it took off like gangbusters
0: well so so somebody had the idea that they would have a cartoon starring a wrestler
1: no who... the cartoon was already in existence the comic I know
0: was... no I'm saying but this is the idea like the idea was a wrestler i
1: don't know if it was a or one of the members of new japan saw this cartoon and at the time new japan was struggling was struggling they weren't they, they. I mean they were they were doing okay but they weren't doing uh, big numbers. When Tiger Mask exploded, when they saw this cartoon and they put the, the mask on him and they and he, and he debuted, <laughs> sell out one sell out after another.
0: Man, you know what they should have done here is they should have done like He Man. They should have done a real life He Man, you know? Because he was big back in the 80s, remember? Yeah. He- they did.
1: His, <laughs> name, his name was Hulk Hogan.
0: Wait a second. You're right. Holy shit. God damn it, man. That's a good. That's right. So yeah, I mean, basically, they did do that. So, um, so let's let's talk about his uh, his um, his career. So you're saying that that's basically his well, career. Well, he office. started and
1: in 76 as a part of the New Japan Dojo, and and Sayama Satoru Sayama was a small guy. You see, he's short; he's not that tall, about 160 pounds. So New Japan at the time was heavyweight was a was a big. They were heavyweights; they weren't junior heavyweights. So they sent them to Mexico. And he had this great gimmick in Mexico. He drew big as a Bruce Lee knockoff called family Lee. He, with all with the, with the Bruce Lee gimmick. And as you can see from these three matches, his martial arts skill is off the charts. And he was a, and when New Japan found out how successful he was in Mexico, they, hurried, they, they, they brought him back. They brought him back. We got to get him out of there. We got to bring him back. So they brought him back. The cartoon idea came up. Put mask the mask on him and shit just went bananas.
0: I see. So he was already kind of known as like a. a and, he, and he
1: wrestled. He wrestled in England, also, I believe, under the name of Sammy Lee, also.
0: Right. Uh, so this dude, yeah, he's very super talented, dude. I mean, every bit of talent is Dynamite Kid and anybody. And most most people know Dynamite Kid on the show, so.
1: Well, well, quick backdrop of Dynamite Kid. Most of it, most of the seventies, he he too started as a teenager. He started his career in England, and um, a lot of times, and it, I, and, and it happened until I don't know if there's a. They no, they still do it today. Where the best wrestlers from Britain go to New go go to Japan, go go to New Japan or all Japan, and he he was sent to New Japan, and the minute him and Tiger Mask got in the ring, I mean it was lights out. <laughs> and this is pre done. This is pre British Bulldogs. Really. Yeah, the British Bulldogs don't get formed until 1985. These matches that we talk about occur between 81 and 83.
0: But they're like mentioning uh, the WWF. Um...
1: Because Tiger Mask, another thing I want to mention, is the WWF and NWA Junior Heavyweight Champion.
0: Holy shit, that's historic.
1: This is pre. This is pre. Uh, this is pre McMahon taking over the world. This is between 81 and 83. So Tiger Mask is both the WWF and NWA Junior Heavyweight Champion. And Tiger Mask would tour the United States twice in 1982, having some matches blow, blow blowing everybody else's matches out of the water. He had great matches with the Dynamite Kid, a match we covered on the greatest performances, August 30th, 1982, at Madison Square Garden. I was at that match, and I could not fucking believe what I what I was seeing with my own eyes. He had a great match in November 1982 with a very young, pre Eddie Gilbert, Great match, and then there was a TV match on Super on Wrestling Championship Wrestling, WWF Championship Wrestling that he had with Mister Saito that was off the fucking hook. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. So so all right, well let's go to this. And, and, uh, and um,
1: when McMahon began his um, declaration of war and 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 started um, his expansion, by that time Tiger Mask had already retired, or else. I'm sure he had his eyes on Tiger Mask, but by that time Tiger Mask had already been forced to
0: retire for wrestling. Right. Okay. So let's let's get into this here because uh, we have three power pack matches here. Um, they this was the first meeting here on the uh, 25th. So, or no, no, so
1: first we're gonna go to January 1st, 1982.
0: 1982. That's right. Okay. Now um, there is a. Um, Obviously, like, uh, he's doing the heel thing. Uh, you can tell he's not liked by the crowd here. Obviously, he's a foreigner coming in to be the hometown hero. So, we get um, a great, right at the beginning, like, just an awesome signature of Tiger Mask Arsenal where he throws you into the rope and then kicks you from the back. I don't that, know how that, that,
1: that, that spinning kick, I love yeah. that, which I would, which, uh, which was a huge weapon. And if anybody ever played this game, the Double Dragon video game, if you you scored with that kick, you, you hurt the guy real badly. And and, and, and he
0: doing in real life. I mean, the way he makes it look. I mean, everything's so snug in this match. And of course, Dynamite Kid is taking it like almost like full on here. Uh, this is why this dude like got killed himself almost. So then there, uh, Dynamite tries to take him to the mat. And it's weird. It's like Tiger has this, like, amazing ability to just do something really so fast you almost can't even know what the fuck he's doing. It's like he almost has – it's almost like some kind of weird superpower he has where he just all of a sudden speeds up with double time. Have you noticed this with the guy? Yeah, he's just,
1: and, and one of the reasons why he popped so big with the children is that they actually were thinking, man, this guy is a superhero. Look how fast he is. Look how quick he is.
0: Yeah, I mean, he really, I mean, he puts on, you're like, holy shit, this dude has some kind of weird, like, cat-like superpower. He's not just some ordinary human. Right. And and you have Dynamite Kid, who's just, like, basically He-Man. He's, like, the guy who's just perfect in every way, and, like, but he's still just an ordinary man, you know? Like, he's just an ordinary man who's very strong against this guy who's, like, a magic man who just goes so fast that you you can't right. even, he's, like... He goes blurry on you. You're like holy shit! Like how the what the fuck did he just do? So he just um, they're trading wrist locks with like these lightning reversals by uh, Tiger Mask. And and let's face it, uh, Dynamite Kid's holding his own, doing his own kind of remote. A big forearm uh, by Dynamite Kid to the face of Tiger Mask kind of slows him down. And then a gut wrench, a gut wrench, gut wrench suplex by Dynamite gut Kid. Gut wrench now, suplex. Yeah. yeah. He's now he's doing the Arn Anderson here. He's working on the leg. He's basically working on the left leg, like over and over again. He's he's putting it on the rope. He's kicking it. He's putting knees in it. Twisting it. Like getting into like a lock and sitting on it. Um, he's he he does this awesome like shoot into a leg lock where he kind of like takes him down with it. It's pretty amazing. Like he basically shoots in with his leg and yes, grabs. It. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, he's more. He just keeps working on that leg, cranking on it, on the mat. Finally, Tiger goes to town with some fucking kicks, man. Like this is where you see this dude just like his kicks are unbelievable, and he hits everyone uh, to, to um, Dynamite Kid. He gets into the corner. He kicks Dynamite's legs out from under him. Just sweeps his fucking leg with yeah. a kick.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And then Dynamite Kid tries for a suplex. It's reversed, but then it gets. He gets one of those like Gotch pile drivers. Is that what it is? Oh,
1: like? wait a minute! That stuffed pile driver. Now he does this in all three matches where he does his fucking. He does the tombstone where he jumps up in the air. That shit looks like he could break his neck if he does not fuck that shit.
0: <laughs> Dude, he does the tombstone and he puts his legs in your ball so his arm smashes on your yeah, ball. Yeah, it's
1: like a it's a Gotch pile driver, but as a with but with the tombstone variation.
0: Yeah and, like, an elbow to the ball to, to go with it. Uh, a great side dish to a pile driver. But, uh, so, he gets on the top rope. He goes for the flying headbutt. He could have pinned him, maybe, but then he just says no. He no, he
1: picks him up. He picks yeah. him up heel. heel. He's heel, and, and now the crowd is getting real pissed off because he, he's beating the superhero. He's killing the
0: superhero. Yeah, then a, he misses the flying headbutt. Um, and I think he gets – he ends up getting a figure four on, nah, he No,
1: he the figure. he botches his figure four up.
0: Yeah, the figure four looks terrible. He I, doesn't I was, know
1: what he, – he doesn't know how to do it. And it's the only time in these matches you, you see him do it. Now, Tiger Max would do it in the next match, and he would execute it perfectly. Dynamite right. kid totally botches up, but I got to give Tiger Max credit. He sold it. He sold it. He even He reverses it. This is the first time I see a reverse figure four where the guy – uh, the other thing, it's not in pain. Uh, Tiger Mask is like reaching for the ropes and he finally gets to the ropes. He, the only messed up move in the entire match, the figure four, which was totally botched up. But I give credit to Tiger Mask. He sold it.
0: Yeah, okay. So I was just like wondering what the fuck was going on He's there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was a bot spot. So then he keeps trying for the figure four, but gets get kicked off each time. Um, uh, I think Tiger Mask is like, don't even try this move, motherfucker. Uh, so then, Dynamite throws Tiger into the rope, but then Tiger jumps with both hands uh, on the corner of the ropes. And he, he pops up like magic, like somebody yes. blows yes. blows some wind from underneath his chest, and it he floats up like a leaf as Dynamite comes in, and he he basically like hurls himself behind Dynamite. So it, he and then he ends up with a quick pin on him by yeah, some,
1: full but but a small package.
0: Yeah, but before he does the small package, he does like one of those flutter kind of moves. You don't even know yeah. what the hell's going on, and all of a sudden he's like in this pin predicament. That boom, 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 it's over. It's like, it's like this unbelievable flash pin. You know what I'm saying? Like dynamite basically kicks out like right at the three count. Right at the three count, he kicked
1: out. Yep. Right.
0: So it, it adds like what you you definitely want to see another match. You know they've made it like the psychology is perfect. And, you know, he was like, for the most part, Dynamite was getting more of the offense than this match. So it looked like, okay, Dynamite could have won, you know, and, and it was just by the skin of his teeth that he lost. And just because uh, Tiger Mask is a magic man, and he can do, like, magic stuff, and he basically did this magical pin very quickly out of nowhere. So um, so th- was there another match between this and the one we're going to discuss oh, next?
1: Oh, that – this was six months later they would go in the next match you're talking about. But, no, they had several matches now in July. And, yeah, I would uh, think and, so. And so, yeah, so they were all great matches. This, these are the three matches, the three best matches of a two-and-a-half-year feud.
0: Yeah, okay. So so we're going to jump forward to uh, June
1: July, 23rd. July 23rd, I'm, 1982.
0: Sorry, July 23rd. Okay, so... Um, this is now. Last time we they had a match. It looked like somebody was getting a big trophy. Was that uh, for a championship or something?
1: That was the NWA World Championship, uh, Junior Heavyweight Championship.
0: And it's a trophy. Yes. So, so then we have um, this match. Is I guess also for the title.
1: This is for the NWA. This is for the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship, and I think a month later he gets the WWF Championship as well.
0: And which which is the one where Vince McMahon watches him?
1: Oh, Vince McMahon used to go to Japan all the time because his wrestler, Vince McMahon had an agreement with Antonio Onoki where he would send he would get paid booking fees to send wrestlers out there. So this might have been the one where McMahon was at because the following month Tiger Mask would tour New York in the WWF City.
0: And and wasn't um, too long after Dynamite Kid would come in.
1: Well Dynamite Kid will come in after they bought Stampede in nineteen
0: eighty four. Oh, they got him through Stampede, I got Yeah, it.
1: they got Dynamite through Stampede. Uh, Tiger Mask tour through through New Japan.
0: Okay, so we get into this match here. Um this match is um uh, we see Tiger, um, he spins around. Let's see, hold on. I just want to make sure I have the right match here. Yes. So Tiger basically, um, Brings around and uh, dynamite gets him in a leg lock um dynamite does one of let's put it this way dynamite does one of his crazy fucking blur moves i don't even know what the hell he's doing and then uh somehow dynamite gets a uh him down with a leg lock and he's he's uh, then we have dynamite trapped in a in a painful leg lock of his own uh dynamite finally gets the rope. Dynamite with some power punches. Now like I'm jumping over some stuff because I swear to god, like there's so much action. In it's hard to keep match. up.
1: It's hard. Yeah, I can't. Yeah.
0: So I, I kind of just like well I, I was like it would be like a blur of action and then I'd pick up on a few things. But um so these are this is why, I, I you know, I finally gave up in the last match, like trying to get the oh, <laughs> moves so down good. because it was like, <laughs> it was just, forget it, man. So, I mean, in some of these, I'm, I'm just going to look over, like, if anything, that's really notable here. Um,
1: well, in this um, match, also in this, this match, Tiger Mask puts the figure four on Dynamite Kid and he executes it perfectly, unlike Kid, the match before.
0: Right, right. Um,
1: and so and think- also, I think, I think that's when, when he has Dynamite Kid in the figure four. Dynamite Kid is going for the ropes, and uh, Tiger Mask won't break the hole. and that's when Bret Hart interferes.
0: Was that Bret Hart?
1: That was Bret Hart.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. Um, he hops. There's. There's. There, I. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get to that because that's a little bit later. Well, at
1: that's not the... the end of the match. I'm just saying that was Bret Hart, a very young, uh, clean cut. Bret Hart.
0: Okay. So, basically, we have, um, it, it, there's this crazy um, set of moves that ends in a, uh, like, one of those um, back body drops on, I mean, just.
1: No, was it, yeah, or we would the, the back body drop over the top rope? <laughs> <laughs> or
0: Sorry, man. Back, or,
1: or was it the back suplex?
0: Yeah, yeah, the back suplex. Back suplex. Um, now, Tiger does a great thing where he he's he's trapped, his head is trapped in Dynamite's leg, and he starts hopping around on his toes and just kind of, like, quickly hops out like a rabbit. Um, I, I didn't really understand how he did this. <laughs> he flips up and is standing very, like, majestically, like, oh, that was easy to get out of. Um, it looked like a, a, a really tight lock. Um, and then you have Tiger Mask, um, Turnbuckle. Uh, he goes off the turnbuckle and does a kind of back elbow, weird thing. Uh, he jump. He he jumps on the turnbuckle, facing the turnbuckle, and then springs back and elbows. Uh, yeah, that's
1: a move that Jushin Liger will use over and over again throughout his illustrious career.
0: <laughs> I mean, some of these moves, I don't even know what they're called. I'm. I just have no idea. Um, oh, you
1: know, just 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 do like Mr. Red would do. What a maneuver!
0: Then then um I can't do that for this. But then Dynamite gets uh, his um, um gets Tiger Mask's head. No, no, no. Tiger Mask gets um Dynamite's head and his legs. Um there's a flying forearm by Tiger Mask. I don't know
1: if you call that a forearm or some kind of a, a double arm chop.
0: Yeah, it was a weird thing that he did. I couldn't tell exactly what he was doing. I, I don't
1: think that was cuz he used both he used both arms to knock him down when he's leaping in the air.
0: Yeah, so he hits him with he hits Dynamite with a suplex. He misses with a flying elbow drop. Um, his um, he gets he goes for some Germans. They're getting you know each one is trying to go for him. Finally, we get a vicious, vicious suplex by Dynamite on Tiger Mask. The way Tiger Mask makes himself fall on this suplex is like he's his head has been completely crushed by his body. Now that
1: was that was the,
0: the belly yeah. to back. Vicious. Um, Dynamite hey, goes,
1: Dynamite Kid, by the way, might have had the greatest suplexes in the history of professional wrestling.
0: Yes. Uh, well, him, I mean, I think him and um, Bret Hart would compete for that. It, oh. it would
1: be him, Bret Hart, Benoit, and Rick Steiner as far as greatest suplexes in the history of wrestling. They had yeah. one mean suplex after another.
0: Yeah. Um, Dynamite goes for a knee off the top rope, misses, then... Um, Tiger Mask goes to work on the leg that he hurt. and goes for the figure four. Um, Dynamite gets the rope. Uh, it, it's weird. Uh, is um, do you have to break the hole when you get the rope, or is it some other rope? You have, to, you
1: have to get under the ropes. You just can't oh, okay. grab the rope. You got to get underneath the rope, which makes so that's sense what it was, yeah. because if you remember when when or when Flair was in Crockett when he was NWA champion, he would grab the ropes and Tommy Young would kick his leg. Because, no, you have to go under the ropes, not just grab the ropes.
0: Right, right. So, yeah, he goes under the – he finally gets under the rope, but not before the – who I I just thought was his random manager, but you say it's – It's Bret Hart. Bret Hart, he comes up on the apron. He starts pounding on Tiger Mask's face. Oh, he starts
1: fucking him up. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But, I mean, why isn't this a disqualification? Is is this no DQ or
1: something? You know what? And in the next match – Dynamite Kid is beating the hell out the referee. He doesn't get disqualified. The referee is letting these matches go, and so um, Bret Hart beats on him. Finally, the hold is broken, and then a tire Mask leaps over the top rope and hits both guys.
0: Right. It's yeah. It, it, he's he's he um, flies out of the ring. Uh, he does kind of a, a cartwheel. Yeah. Deal before he makes his leap into the ring. Uh, he just looks like a cat, you know? Like, it, it, this is what a cat, if he was a human, he would do. Um, we see a pile driver on um, Tiger Mask.
1: Tombstone, another tombstone, yeah.
0: Onto the floor. Yep. Then he's thrown into the barricade, but then um, we see Tiger Mask basically gives him a back body gives Dynamite a back body drop over the guardrail.
1: And he's disqualified for doing that.
0: Yeah, Disqualified. <laughs>
1: This is what I don't understand. Uh, Dynamite Kid wasn't disqualified when Bernhardt punched the referee. He wasn't disqualified when he tombstoned him on the creek floor, but because he gets back body drop over the barricade, he wins by disqualification.
0: Well, because isn't he throwing him into the (laughs) fans?
1: Yeah, well, I I guess that must have been some type of rule because in the next match, they were going to call it, and I think the referee changed his mind. But, yeah, this match ends with Dynamite Kid Winning the match, but since it was a disqualification, Tiger Mask remains the world champion.
0: That's it. So then we have um, uh, this this next match in 83. April 21st,
1: 1983, one of the last few times they would face each other because just a few months later, Tiger Mask would retire. Uh, April 21st, 1983, and this is the best match of all three. This is a 25-minute uh, Slugfest, spotfest, ev- everything, everything you want in a wrestling match is in this match.
0: Yep. Um, so we have here um, the first. day He will not shake with him. Um, uh, dynamite, dynamite. No, this,
1: this has been a two-year feud, so there's, there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of bad blood. So there's going to be no handshaking. No.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now I, this is where this is the match where I kind of gave up on track
1: Oh, you, you it, so much shit happened in this match. Yeah, I mean, it, this was it, non-stop yeah. action in and outside the ring. You had a, You had the same thing happen, a back body drop over the barricade, referee disqualifies, and then he changes his mind. Dynamite my kid, beats the howl of the referee. The referee thinks about disqualifying, then he changes his mind. Just a great, so much happened in this match. It's hard to go over, just.
0: It's like a barroom brawl, man. Because oh my,
1: It's a barroom brawl with a lot of high flying. You had Dynamite Kid landed two, two spectacular Tombstone Piledrivers. Everything in the book was that you had the head put off the top rope once again. Dynam, Tiger Mask did a spectacular moves match where he runs to to jump over the top rope. Dynamite Kid gets out the way. Tiger Mask stops himself by twirling by grabbing the middle rope. Twirling. Yeah, he, does
0: the, he does the six one nine.
1: Yeah, which which Ray Mysterio copied, right? And then he hit him cause, cause then he hit him off with the top, bro. Just a sensational match, and um, I think Meltzer said that this was the second greatest match of the 1980s of all the matches of of the 1980s. That's how great this match was. Um,
0: yeah, I mean they were like, wrestling. They were wrestling on the floor. They were going to power drivers on the floor. Um, and, and, and what is the mic? What is he saying into the mic?
1: I couldn't hear what he was saying, but he was he was cutting the promo and and the. He's basically saying,
0: "Let's let's start this match again, right?"
1: Well, what happened was twice the referee was going to stop the match, and this time he was going to stop it because Dynamite Kid had hit him. But then, yeah, the referee decides to start it all again. And yeah,
0: they have a big build up here. I thought the psychology was great too because it almost seems like okay, the match is over. He's going to start bitching, and they're just going to go home. So there's a big buildup where they're like, no, this shit is over. And the, the fans think it's over. So you give them, like, then you give them a second life with this new match. And it's just like, this, could, this from here on, could have been the match. It still would have been good. So um, there's a great pile driver right at the beginning of this new period. Uh, and then a uh, ton, the, the, the back body drop by uh, Tiger Mass. I think he'd get his own Power driver. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, he's, um, we have dynamite thrown into the barricade outside, counted, um, uh, was he counted out? Or was this, was this where the refs kind of, um, um, uh, wants to disqualify? When does he headbutt the refs?
1: Yeah, I think he headbutts the ref. Well, I'm looking at the part right now where he's chopping Tiger Mask outside the ring. Do a little play by headbutt by Dynamite Kid. Oh, here comes the pile down, a two stone power driver by Tiger Mask. Boom! Oh, he hit that shit right on the money. Let's see what happens after this. So, I mean, God, what what a great match. I mean
0: Jesus. Yeah, I mean okay. you can just why don't you just call the match as it's going on right now. Well, that's yeah.
1: what we're gonna do. Okay, so and now and now Oh after, and now, Dynamite Kid does his <laughs> Oh Two stole by the concrete floor. Now, they're both out on the concrete floor. The referee is counting. This is just sensational.
0: Yeah, you don't have to go for the whole match, but, like, you can just... No, this is towards
1: the end. This is the last minute of the match.
0: Yeah, because you can just go to highlights of this. Oh,
1: they they both got counted outside the ring. Double count out.
0: Right. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought was something that was going on there. Now, there's there's, there's a... they, they 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 go back to the ring and he starts going for the mask like a lot. Um, that's like all he keeps. He keeps trying to take off t- um, Tiger Mask. he never really tried that until this match. You notice that?
1: I know. I know. This is the first match he does that.
0: Right, and he's really going for it. And I think it's just kind of like this psychological thing uh, where he's just like, you know, I'm gonna fucking take this mask off you, motherfucker, and like it really does come off like they hate each other and they want to fight, you know. And uh, that's what's great about all these matches is that they are real fights. They don't seem like choreographed in it. So they, they look seamless, really. I mean, can you imagine if these fights unfolded like in a movie? <laughs> but they're doing it, I mean, that's like with multiple cuts and cutting, you know. They're doing
1: it without a second take, you're right.
0: They're doing it without cuts, man. This is just... And actually, this is like true life fucking stage fighting, live stage fighting. I mean, on, on unbelievable scale. Like, and it's funny because like it reminded me of the fight Roddy Piper had in uh, They Live with that guy who he wanted to put on the glasses. You know, oh, like the,
1: the the great Keith David, who, who who I follow on Twitter. Shout out to Keith David. Um, recently, <laughs> recently PBS did a documentary, Ken Burns, did another one of his great documentaries on the legendary Jackie Robinson. Keith David was the narrator. And once again, Keith David, the man with the voice of God. And he had one. And he shouted out Roddy Piper yesterday on his Twitter saying, yeah. He said, rest in peace to Roddy, because if it wasn't for Roddy, he wouldn't have a career because of that fight scene in Day Live started his career.
0: Shit, that shit is, uh, that's a, that's a bomb. And that thing reminds me, this is what this kind of series of,
1: yes, this is yes, what wrestling
0: up. should be. Wrestling is basically a fight, and that's what it should be. As much as you can make it, of course, you got to have these big moves in there because they're great to see. And you gotta, you got to find a way to put them in there that's that doesn't look like you're just putting a move on somebody. So this is what they these guys do. I don't know how the fuck they do it, but, yeah, I mean, I guess they, Well, well,
1: as you can see, Dining My Kid has been a cripple since 1990. So that that is what...
0: That's part of it, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's
1: part of it. Well, and I got to get... Sayama, when he retired, he became a shoot wrestler. I mean, he's got all his faculties. He's just a fat fuck. But if he would have continued wrestling like this, he would have been in the same condition. But then again, Jushin Liger had a long career, and and he's okay. Jushin
0: Liger's still around.
1: He's still wrestling. (laughs) Yeah. And by the way, all these matches are available on the New Japan World streaming service. And you, I mean, it's the best out of it. blows away the WWE Network because it has all the greatest matches in the history of New Japan, including these three.
0: All right, and um, that's, that's the um, New Japan. So uh, this thing has the, those matches? All right, that's good to know. And yeah, uh, New
1: Japan World, they have all these matches, plus the match we covered on the Greatest Matches series, August thirtieth, nineteen eighty two, from Madison Square Garden. They actually have that match on there too, which has surprised me. But I guess they aired it in Japan. So if if, if the television uh, stations, the network uh, uh, ran it, they own it.
0: Yeah, at least in, I wonder if that is also on the WWE network. Uh, it,
1: it, it would have to have the MSG. There's several MSG cards on the network. It would have to. It would. It would have. To To be, if they air it on, because they don't air all the matches for Garden cards. They just, they, they have some, not all.
0: Well, you know what sucks about the network, right? Is they fucking censor a lot of shit and they cut shit. They fuck with the stuff. Like people have the original copies, like you. And and
1: it's my understanding that they don't have the Sergeant Sword Iron Sheik boot camp match on there. how, How do you not have that match? That was in the Garden.
0: Wow, they just kept that off the pay per view.
1: No, it wasn't on pay per view. Um, I have it on, on part of their uh, greatest. The WWE came out a few months, a few years ago, with a, 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 a DVD full of their greatest uh, gimmick matches, greatest death matches, and it's on there, but it's not
0: on the network. Hmm. And uh, that, that's it. well, the network doesn't have everything, man. But the thing about it is, it's so much better. Like I noticed with the WCW pay per views. They fucking edit out all the music, um, and they edit uh, or the old. they
1: don't. They don't want to pay copyright. They don't want to pay royalties. No.
0: So you watch Rick Rude coming out to some fucking elevator music. Bullshit. And same thing with
1: the Midnight Express. Midnight Express coming out to. They coming out to, to some generic crap. Who? The Midnight Express.
0: Yeah, the Midnight Express and also uh, the Road Warriors. Like they're not coming out to the Black Sabbath anymore. To,
1: to, to a fake, to a fake one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fucking sucks, man. Like, and, that's and, and,
1: and the Freebirds aren't coming out to the the original um Freebird music. They're coming out to a, well, it's, it's a it's a good song, Bastard USA.
0: Yeah, but they used to come out to that fucking um. Leonard um, Skinner song. Leonard Skinner shit. That With, was like hotter.
1: Which they don't play on the network.
0: No. No way, because they don't own it. And it's just like, man, they should just find a way. People, they don't understand that. Like people, they need to see the thing as it was. Otherwise, it's not going to be as nostalgic. You hey, know.
1: With the Miss South, with the Miss South shows, don't y'all come out to another one bites that does. Nah, they, 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 they don't play that.
0: <laughs> right. And and so they have um, uh, the ECW. I heard, you know, because I wasn't really a big fan, but I heard that there was a lot of, you know. Copyright songs on that well, those he shows. Thinks,
1: well, Paul Heyman had a relationship with Def Jam. That's how he got away with playing uh, a lot of real music on 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 the on the um on the shows.
0: Okay, okay, that's smart. That's yeah. why he
1: was able to use Public Enemy because he he had a relationship with with
0: Def. Jam. That's huge, man. That's fucking huge. Yeah. So they they, I mean, there's a market out there now. I think like an underground market for the original. Stuff that's out there You know So people should, I don't know You'd have to bootleg it I guess at this point But uh You'd
1: have to bootleg it But you know I have a lot of those tapes. A lot of tape Tape traders from the, from before from, from the 90s Have those tapes. So if you want to Watch it with the original music You gotta watch that And uh YouTube has a lot of that stuff on Before the WWF takes it off the air
0: Yeah you just gotta You know what's great about YouTube is that Even though They take shit down People just throw it right back <laughs> <laughs> Like like uh, certain movies, man. Like I I just watched um the what's that Deadpool uh, on YouTube, and then that shit, they throw that shit up every couple of days? Like it's hilarious. Yeah,
1: there's always somebody willing to help us.
0: If there's a good movie, and it just gets up there, and like people just keep fucking throwing it up there. So same with these wrestling matches, but um But it's cool, yeah. I guess you can still catch these on YouTube, because I did. Well, well,
1: all three of these matches are on YouTube, and all three of these matches in its perfect digital form are on the New Japan World streaming service.
0: So much clearer than the YouTube one, yeah. And for
1: for $10 a month, it's a great fucking
0: bargain. That's great. Um, All right, well, uh, we'll be back uh, doing the greatest performances soon. Uh, What is it going to be, my friend? Oh, well,
1: let's. uh, since we're doing, since we're doing, um, I like these rivalry matches. The next one we do, I don't know when we'll do it, but the next one we will do, whether they're a month or two down the road, will be Flair versus Steamboat.
0: Wow, that's a big one. You mean yeah. the series, like the series?
1: Uh, three of their greatest matches, not the entire series. We, we, you could do a million shows on that. They've had a million great matches, but
0: we'll, we'll do similar to the, the three greatest ones of what the, yeah. the WCW and, and, era. And,
1: and you'll have the one where Steamboat wins the title and the one where Flair wins the title, and I throw an earlier match from Crockett on there.
0: Yeah, I remember watching on um, on Michael George, or who is it? Um, George
1: Michael. George,
0: George Michael. Michael's World of Sports. He was reporting on it, right?
1: Well, because he had a relationship with the Crockett's.
0: Yeah, man, he's like, he, I, sh- I saw the pin where Ricky Steamboat wins the NWA title. That was a big moment.
1: Well, two of the three matches are available on the WWE Network.
0: All right, all right. Well, well, I'm sure the other ones around, but uh, okay. So we'll be looking at those, and um, and then uh, those of you movie fans, uh, we're going to be doing a, a kind of an, an indie J- Japanese movie next week called Brother, and um, and who's the main star in that? Omar Epps. The great a Omar Epps. So um, ch- try to check out that movie before we talk about it, because we will be spoiling it. And uh, one silver man, have a great weekend.
1: You you have the great week coming up, and I'll talk to you next weekend, big man.
0: All right, peace.